everyone, my name is Dan, and you're listening to What the Dice. You're probably asking yourself, who is this guy talking? Again, his name is Dan. And what is What the Dice? That's an easy one. What the Dice is an actual play podcast. It's going to be story-driven and very much a homebrew. The people involved are my closest friends. We have all been gamers together. We have all shared weird jokes and happiness. And we wanted to bring our stories to you, the listener. So, coming up is the very first episode of this podcast. And I really do hope you guys enjoy it. And I really hope you stick with us. We're going to be learning, laughing, and probably cursing my name a lot. Or I might be cursing their name. Either way, I really do hope you guys enjoy our show. And if you have any suggestions for us, or if you want to reach out to us and tell us something that you'd like to see, it's pretty easy. We got Twitter, Facebook, and Gmail. Gmail is whatthedicepod at gmail.com. Twitter is at whatthedicepod. And our Facebook is whatthedicepod. So, yeah, whatthedicepod. I really hope you guys enjoy the show and stay tuned for all the mayhem that's going to come. So let's get to the start of the show. Hey, everyone. This is Dan, and this is the first episode of What to Dice. What to Dice? What the (laughs) Dice? (sighs) I had to pick a complicated name for this podcast. Anyway, guys, I'm Dan. I'm the GM. And with me today for the first episode, which is character introductions, is our resident artist, Nightland. Hello. So let's not split any hairs and let's get right to it. How does that sound for you? Ooh, that's exciting. All right, then. So the scene opens up. We are looking. We're kind of like this aerial shot over this dense foresty area overlooking a cliff. It's based on what you see. We see it's it's probably like midsummer. It's probably later on in the evening, just before sunset. The camera would slowly swoop down, entering the the foliage, 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 that word. (laughs) Um, And then we'll slowly pan. And what do we see? Oh, I get to describe this part. Yeah. Okay. So we're on the the edge of a forest. So, um, how do I describe the thing? Now I need vocabulary. Uh, well, are we saying from like my perspective or the camera's perspective? From the camera's perspective. Okay, from the camera's perspective, my character, her name is Kalila, would be probably sitting up in a tree. And from her viewpoint, she would see, it's kind of like she's close to like a rock cliff, like in a mountainous foresty area is where her village is located at. And she's kind of like, the, the village is, closer to the top of the mountain range there's like some good flat it kind of kind of like you know plateaus and, and becomes flat once again there's some nice rivers uh looking out into like a valley forest in the mountains okay what is she doing right now probably sitting up in a tree watching for movement she's a hunter so she's she's probably waiting and doing the, the stalking and the praying for for something to bring home Mm-hmm. So, I would imagine since it's late in the afternoon and you didn't describe you have any kills, your Kalela probably hasn't had a lot of luck today. It's probably been a lot of like small prey that's not worth the time to chase or things like that. Does that sound about right? Uh, yeah, she probably has like maybe one or two small things. Uh, rabbits or something, but nothing big yet. Okay. So while you're up in this tree, let's go ahead and start with the perception check. First dice roll of the game. Oh, perception. 17. So just outside of view, just like in the corner of your eye, you notice something. It's an, a giant white elk. It's majestic. Oh, but... it's got to be a white one. You don't shoot the white ones? 
um, it seems to be keeping a good amount of bushes and trees between you and it, almost like it knows that you're there and it is, I guess you would say, poking the hunter, like teasing that it's there. Well, I'm definitely going to watch it because it's not very often you, you see a white anything, an albino animal, pure white animal. Those are normally like spiritual and holy. So she's going to watch the crap out of it and probably try and get closer to get a better look. Okay. Well, as you watch it, it seems to turn and just start slowly moving out of the forest and probably closer to like what would be the cliff edge. Moving in that direction. That means it can't run away too far so I can get a good look. So I'm going to keep following it. All right. So how are you following it? Oh, yeah. Uh, if I can, through the trees. All right. So you're going to try, what, jumping from tree to tree? Yep. Okay. All right. I'm roll your acrobatics. Acrobatics? Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's 20. Okay. So you have <laughs> no problem moving up range and getting well, probably closer probably her to preferred it. way of traveling. I mean, when you're hunting, it's good to stay above the prey. So Yeah. Well, you get to the edge of the forest, and it seems to step out, and it moves very slowly. Like, it knows you're following, and it wants you to follow. Interesting that I get that sense. It gets out to this opening to where you know the the tree lines have that like sharp abrupt end because now it's that sharp cliff edge and you've probably been at this area before your master's probably brought you here or great place to meditate yeah but it seems a little different here now it's it's sunsets so you have that the sun setting over the mountains and you have those god rays just painting the clouds and all those beautiful oranges and reds but there's a lot of wind out here today more so than normal like you can hear it whispering through the valley below and whipping through the trees the elks stops moving and it's just staring out past the cliff Wow, it's definitely if it's a it's that much of like an ambiance change going on. Uh, I can see her climbing down from the tree quietly. And since this majestic white deer seems to not honestly fear her, she'll just, I guess, just uh, start walking towards it to see if it actually runs away. Are you going to like stealthily walk up to it or are you just boldly like... It's going to be a nice, like, calm, slow walk. Like, I'm not going to, like, boldly stomp up to it, but I'm not okay. going to, like, sneak. It's just that calm. Like, you would walk up to a friend. Okay. I guess. All right. You know, approach it cautiously, but not in a scared manner. Mm -hmm. Respectfully. I don't know. I, I can try and keep coming up with words, but I think you get the idea. No, you're, no I got you. So, as you start walking towards it, it's staring at you like it's waiting for you and it's wanting you to just get that slight closer the wind starts to pick up a little bit more and it just bolts like full going from standing to full out sprinting bizarre what's okay. more bizarre is it runs towards the woods again. And as you turn to face where it's going, a swarm of purple, blue butterflies come flying out in this wave of beauty and this wave of just this, they're, they're flapping very slowly. It's almost like watching the ocean on a calm day this wave of butterflies just moving and they start moving past you well i'm certainly going to not chase the deer and stop and watch the second 
mystical phenomena, I guess, happen in my character's life. And stand there and watch the butterflies and enjoy it. Take it in. Like, she's kind of mesmerized by that because that's, that's, that sounds majestic. I want you to roll your wisdom. Wisdom? Just flat wisdom? Yeah. 17. One of the things that strikes you as very strange is it's the middle of summer. Okay. And butterflies don't normally migrate until October. So it's several months early. And these also aren't the normal butterflies you see. These butterflies almost have a celestial pattern in their wings as they flutter past you. Well, I guess this would be a good time to mention that my character, a hunter, worships Desna, and gears of butterflies are definitely her thing with these colors mentioned. So she's probably going to, like, softly call her name out from under her breath, like that whole, like, like kind of curious if that is, with the sudden realization behind it, that, like, just under her voice, like, just under the her whisper voice, and mm -hmm. not move and study what the hell's going on like where are they going if she gets that sense of like she's supposed to follow she's gonna see if there's like a blaring side from her goddess that there's something supposed to, to be done so as you whisper her name it's almost like these butterflies kind of move around you and make you turn to like, they're in your face. Like, you have to turn away because they're flying, like, into your face type They're thing. forcing me to look a direction. Yeah. I like, will look said in, direction and not fight it. In the most gentle butterfly-y <laughs> way possible. But still that obnoxious, like, you're looking the wrong way. Look that way. <laughs> I will follow the butterfly's suggestion. And... You look out over that cliffside. And... You notice something you've probably not noticed before, and that is the tower of the holy city, the the highest tower. Mm -hmm. You can just barely make out the tip of it as the sun kind of silhouettes it. It's really hard to see because you're pretty much staring into the sun, but it's that. It's there. It's there. This is and where I'm supposed to go. I've never seen that before, yeah. and I see it now, glowing in all its wonderful sun ray glory. Yep. Okay. And as you come to that realization, the butterflies stop appearing behind you, and they just form out and just scatter into the valley, disappearing from sight. I will take a deep breath. Kind of like have that like swell of this is what I'm supposed to do. That like inner soulness. And I'm going to sprint back to my village. Okay. And go so find my go master. Sprinting back to your village. Roll your acrobatics. Woo. Acrobatics. 14. All right, you stumble a couple of times and I'm excited. Who cares? Yeah. <laughs> you run up to just outside your village and there's your master's old master's hut. So what does your master's hut look like? Uh well, all of the houses in the village are gonna be made out of a probably like a combination of wood and stones. You know, they live in a mountain that has some cliff edges, so there's you know, natural materials to be used. Um I don't know, they probably have, you know, a, a water mill somewhere. They have fishermen and some, like, farms that grow some good food. Uh, they have intentionally cut some trees down for farming, you know, in some specific areas. But ultimately, like, the village is in the heart of a damn forest, right? Mm -hmm. in there. So, nice, nice homes that are just, you know, they're well built. They don't look shabby, but they're not, like, some elaborate carved marble or anything like that. It's just, you know. Nice and adequate. Uh, mm -hmm. Nice little village center, you know. Uh, where? Small village. Hmm. So, do you just enter your master's home or? 
Yes, I'm going to literally barge in without knocking, close the door, and then probably have that moment of holding my hand up or trying to catch my breath because I can't actually talk because I went sprinting through the forest. You know, enter awkward moment here. So as you... No idea or regards if my master's even there. Well, let's just say you've lucked out and your master has probably finished his hunt for the day and is probably already started cooking his soup or has probably already gotten far along to where his stew is probably edible. He sees you barge in and he just... In a huff, no breath. Raises an eyebrow at you for a moment, offers you a place to sit, Get not speaking, just that hand gesture of, have a seat. <laughs> and I'm going to play the whole, like, wave the hand thing, still catching my breath, and, and no time. White deer, butterflies, Desna, symbol, must leave the village. He just stares at you for a moment, and he goes, <laughs> Not complete sentence. <laughs> Let me get this straight, Kali. Kalila. Kalila. Thank you. Let me restart then. <laughs> Give me a moment, Kalila. Are you telling me you saw a white elk, a swarm of butterflies, and you think that Desna butterflies. is telling you blue and purple and celestial? I mentioned her name. Butterflies pushed my face. There was glowing rays. I have to go. You realize you'll have to tell your parents. Yeah, yeah. Next stop. <laughs> he nods and goes well if this is what desna has set forth for you it is what desna has set forth for you i know it was her well it would not you know i've always wanted to leave the valley yes i do but it would not be wise for you to leave at night you would want to leave in the morning because all the best hunt happens in the morning you would be well rested. Okay, good point. He nods. Now she finally catches her breath. He nods and kind of looks at your okay, head. Okay, off to find my parents. Bye! And runs out the hey door. Hey then. <laughs> so, you move into the village. And I know my dad's probably like at the docks. He's a fisherman. So, All right. heading to the waters. The river. That I don't know why, but I just imagine it's on the west side of the village. Uh, it, okay. it just feels so right. Go, the, the river's on the west side of the village. You go running Flat to the out. left side of the village. Seeing it is <laughs> close to evening, or is evening, all the fishermen are starting to pull their boats in for the night. And your father seems to have the most luck. He is... Not quite on shore yet. You can see his particular boat uh, scrape coming up and starting to scrape on the, the river stone. And he hops out. And as the splash kind of dissipates from him, what do we see? Uh, what? Like what my dad looks like? Yeah. He is a uh, gray tabby cat. Okay. Like, naturally gray one, like, dark gray, light gray, little stripes on him kind of thing in his fur pattern. Mm -hmm. uh, standard river fisherman? Like, I don't know. I kind of think of, like, they, they, they dress in simplistic clothing like monks kind of do, right? Not overly roby, but... More you know, like a fisherman's outfit where it's pants and a shirt. Yeah. They're loose pants, mm -hmm. probably tucked into, like, some part of the boot or it's you know, Capri style, where it, like, cuts off at the mm -hmm. knee or is, like, cinched at the knee. Some, probably, if he's a cat that's a fisherman, they're not wearing any shoes because claws are nice on a, you know, boat to not go skidding around on wet things. <laughs> uh, tank top or, or a vest, you know, maybe a stylish vest with a small pattern on it. Natural tones of easy dyeing, you know. Like, the blue kind of has that, like, kind of denim blue because, you know, they're not, like, royalty in making rich things. It's muted tones. Okay. Light tans, browns, leather hides of their clothes. So... You know, they live off the land. That's what they do. Stuff is made out of plants and animal skins. 
So your father comes pulling his dock, his boat up onto the land. A couple of the fishermen are helping him out. He sees you, and he gives you the head nod of, if you're going to stand there, you need to help. Okay, I'll help. Out of breath and everything. Because I've been literally running Roll your strength with disadvantage. So roll... Ah, why disadvantage? You even said you've been running around. You're out of breath. So roll twice, take the lower number. Well, that wasn't much of a difference, so that's still a 12. All right, you're not a whole lot of help, but you're enough help to to get... (laughs) I didn't fuck it up. You were able to help get the boat on the land, help get, get some of the fish out, and, you know, your father's grabbing his net and hoisting it up, and he just kind of looks at you and goes, why are you out of breath, hon? Okay, uh, I'm just going to look to see who's around. Make sure nobody else is. Yeah, a couple of fishermen are probably ignoring the conversation and probably doing their own, like, calling their fish out, you know, doing their okay. job. Okay, well, in much of a similar fashion, but maybe with a little bit more coherency, because this is the second take, it'll be the well, I was out hunting, and then I saw a white deer, which led me to a cliff, and then there was all these majestic butterflies of Desna's colors, and they pointed my face towards the valley, and I need to leave the village. Mom's not going to be happy. He kind of taps you on the shoulders, that whole, like, you know, both hands looking at you squarely, kind of more tapping you to sit down on a bench. I will sit. He kneels down in front of you, and just looks you in the eyes that like fatherly I'm studying everything you say. <laughs> it's true. He looks at you and goes, okay hon, let's go through this one step at a time. <laughs> you were out hunting. Yes. And you saw a deer. A white deer. Okay, a white deer. Well, elk, but a white elk. Okay, well... Desna does ha- does show as an elk. Uh-huh. So you, and what, it man? led me through the forest to the camp, the the the, the cliffside that okay. we meditate at. Mm-hmm. And then I went to approach it. I could literally almost touch it. It just stood there like it was one of us. That it it knew I wasn't going to harm it. And then as I almost got to touch it, it bolted away. And as it bolted away. A swarm of blue and purple butterflies, huge ones, holding her hand up like to show like how big they were or whatever, mm-hmm. um, came swarming by, and as I was staring at them, they literally, with all their little butterfly might, turned my face out to the valley, and I could see in the distance, she'll describe the city, whatever, and it was glowing, and in, that she had this overwhelming sense that it was time for her to go, and that's where she was supposed to go. Your father nods and smiles like that he almost knew this day was coming. Like that fatherly... Yep, it's time. It's time. He slowly stands from his where he was squatting, you know, probably dusts himself off a bit. And he goes, well, you will need to talk to your mother, but I will talk to her tonight after you go to bed. And I will smooth things over, but I feel like you need to tell her the bulk of it. I think you need to tell her that you need to leave. And she'd nod. I'd tell her tonight, but fine. I would tell her in the morning because it's been a rough couple of days. Okay. Unless you really want to tell her at dinner, I will leave that to you. I'll do it in the morning. But okay. I'm still leaving tomorrow. I'm not going to stop you. You know I support you. I've always supported you from when you chose to not be a fisher or a, hunt, a fisher or a farmer. And that you wanted to be this great and powerful hunter that wielded a bow and killed all the elk that stood before you. All right, I'm not five anymore, Dad. Are you sure? Yeah. He smiles. He goes, well, you get home. You, he looks, he goes, didn't catch anything today, did you? I had two small rabbits. 
Thank you. It's enough for dinner. Um, how did you have those? Did you have them dangling when you were resting, or were they like attached to your hip? They were in my backpack, or like right. attached to the the like backpack or something. Okay. I'll let you have it. <laughs> I was thinking about being mean and making you lose them, but I'll be nice. Of course you are. You would have had to have me roll, probably. So you can't, no backsies. I know. No backsies. I can't retcon. Mm -hmm. So, let's fast forward to night. Morning. Oh. No, let's do night. There is a storm brewing at night. It's your normal... A, a Normal storm. nightly storm. Yeah, like something you've probably slept through many times before. I like the rain. Although Hugin might not like the rain. Yes. We haven't met Hugin. Who is <laughs> Hugin? <laughs> Hugin is my familiar. What is your familiar? A spider. Okay. What kind of spider? Just a generic, like jumping spider or you know i had a picture for this and i uh, we'll circle yeah. back to that well i i would like to point out pictures are great for an audio media yes but i need a picture to describe him because i forgot okay. what i picked out okay so back to the story but i'm gonna be talking to Hugin all yeah. night well at some point you probably fall asleep so the storm, you can still hear the storm in your dreams. It's that like ever present summer storm. It's that like heavy summer storm. Oh, that was the best. And um, you are almost lulled to sleep by the rain and the, the wind. It's aggressive, but calming. Mm -hmm. And as you start to drift to sleep, when you finally fall asleep, the storm disappears in your, your hearing. In your dream, you're standing in this wide open field of tall grass in, in the plains of wherever. You, you don't really recognize the constellations around you. You don't see any trees. You don't see any mountains. It is that picturesque, long field of long grass. Roll a... An ever, field, uh, an ever rolling field. Yes, an ever rolling field. Go ahead and roll your perception. Perception. Fifteen. Sixteen. Sixteen. Which is it? Fifteen or sixteen? Sixteen. Okay. I had the math. So, looking out over this, you notice that there is a single rock that sticks out up, up past the grass. And you see, do you have night vision? Yes. You have low light. I have something. Yeah, I see. Yeah, yeah low light. As you get closer, you see a... Beautiful would not begin to describe this woman, but it is a elven woman. She's wearing this gown that is white with almost like iridescent sparkles to it. Mm. On her back, a cloak that mimics the clear night sky with all the stars from your village. Oh, that's pretty. I want her hair is long and black, and she is kind of just leaning back on this rock like her hands are behind her hoist holding herself up so she can look straight up at the sky what do you want to do i am going to approach her slowly she slowly turns to look at you her eyes are silvery and she's got this distant smile that's got this like coy smirk to it like she was expecting you and she expected you to do exactly what you're doing <laughs> And she just smiles and she goes, what do you think of the sky? I don't know the sky. 
she smiles and she goes, It's beautiful, but it's strange. But strange isn't bad. No. No, it is not. Have you ever wanted to see different skies? Always. And different grasses and rocks. Smirking and kind of eyeballing the rock behind her since it's, you know, the only rock here. She smiles and she slowly starts to sit up and she kind of pats the rock next to her. I will go and sit next to this person. She raises her hand up and you notice that her garment is almost dangling off uh, off of her hand. Kind of, I don't remember what it's called. The the dress that has like... Bell sleeves? That's it. Not bell sleeves. Bell sleeves? No, it's just that one piece of cloth. Oh, the, the like, just, yeah, yeah okay, whatever. The, the loop, the one single, like, it's on a bangle. Yeah. And then, yeah, okay, and then there's that one strip of fabric. It's like, I don't know, some kind of harem outfit. Yeah. She slowly raises her hand and she just gently points out towards, let's just say the north, because you don't know where you're at. Why not? <laughs> that yeah. direction. She raises her hand and points it to the north, and she goes, do you see what's going on over there? I will look. Perception. 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 18. You notice that there are a cluster of stars that seem to be fading in and out like they started to be brilliant now they're duller and duller and now they just seem to disappear and then like another why are there stars fading she just smiles and she goes that would be your destiny as she's taught as you continue to watch this these stars continue to go out and there's this dark blob starts to move and some stars disappear for a second and then reappear and she goes but the nice thing about traveling she just slowly moves her hand and almost as if standing up from the grass are these three other forms of just stars They, they make kind of a silhouette but you really can't guess on race or anything about that. It's just, it's this humanoid-ish. It's just recognizable to be a sentient being, but nothing beyond what could it be. Exactly. Okay. She goes, but you won't have to do this alone. I'll smile. Because my ears would have gone from like, kind of one off to the side and one up confused, Mm -hmm. like happy again. She starts to slide down the rock to stand onto her feet, and she offers you her hand for you to stand. I will stand with her. She begins to walk towards these stars very slowly, running her fingertips across the grass, and you start to notice... Well, I'm going to mimic what she's doing, because she's a goddess and leading me somewhere, so I'm going to also reach out my hand and feel the tips of the grass with her, just so you know. As you do that... You notice that the you notice that the grass just sprouts wings and then turns into butterflies and just disperses. And it's almost like almost like if you threw a rock in a pond, that wave it radiates out from you and it's just butterflies just flying up into the sky and just disappearing into the sky. I'm- I'm going to watch it in all its magnificent glory and keep doing whatever the same thing my, my, I'm assuming my goddess is. Once you are probably 50 feet away, she just turns and she goes, there is one thing I should tell you before you do decide to go on your journey. I will very much pay attention to her. She just kind of taps you on the nose very softly and just sometimes... She booped yeah. me. I got booped by a goddess. Okay, good. Continue. She got a boop. Boop. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. She... Can I continue now? <laughs> yeah. She lightly taps you on the nose and she smiles and she goes, Remember, sometimes an ugly caterpillar makes a beautiful butterfly. I'll smile to that. She... I mean, how am I? Go- I'm not going to argue with a goddess that just booped me. <laughs> She takes a step back and 
her form starts to slowly fade and you start to see these brilliant white butterflies made of just pure light just start to fold away from her and just flutter up and she just gives you a slight nod and she goes remember I will be watching and probably because my character Kalila is is very excitable as this is all going on because that's that's fucking beautiful glowing butterflies like just emerging from a person uh we'll we'll scream up to her goddess that i won't let you down and just enjoy everything that's going on so as you sit there roll your perception standing i'm not sitting as you're standing standing there roll your perception uh mathing 23 your eyes are drawn back to these figures and this blob Uh And you start to notice that the grass around the star figures is beautifully green, like that fresh green and like it's freshly sprouted grass. Mm-hmm. The grass that is near this inkiness is standing tall and proud, but it looks like every bit of life force has been sucked out of it. It looks hmm. dry and decayed, but still acting like it's alive. Well, that's peculiar, and I am totally going to commit that to memory. Okay. You suddenly hear the sound of pots and pans clash as you are shocked awake from your... Oh, my ears are so flat against my head as I know exactly what just happened. Yeah. <laughs> You don't hear an argument. It just sounds like someone is not in a great mood. Eh, that would be mom. Or maybe it's dad intentionally being loud to get the day going. Hard to say. All Either right. way, I am going to get up, tell Hugan about my dream as I'm getting dressed really quickly. Mm-hmm. About what happened. I'm going to tell my spider everything. Okay. Um. Tell him to wish me luck and go out for breakfast. So as you walk out, sure enough, it's your father making the noise. Yeah, called it. Purposely. Like, you could just see him. He sees you, and he's literally holding a pot out and just drops it. Not knowing where my mother is, I'm going to literally mouth, what the hell? And have my hands up with that, like, what the are you doing kind of but not actually saying the words but just that expression on my face yeah well your mom comes out and she is clearly just been woken up like if <sighs> if, if this was a sitcom it would be she is in that fuzzy pink robe <laughs> with uh her in her hair. that's how okay. not awake your mother is <laughs> great and since she's clearly not awake enough to notice exactly what's going on, I'm also going to, like, look at my father, like, really? And kind of motion over to, she's not awake? He just smiles. I give this expression of, you bastard, on my face. Like, I'm going to hurt you somehow. I'm going to, like, poison <laughs> your fish or, I don't know, cut your net kind of look in my eyes. He's just laughing. Like, he is very amused at this, and you have no clue why. Okay. Your mom gives out a deep sigh, walks back into the room, and probably ten minutes later comes out dressed. What does your mama look like? She is also a gray tabby cat, but she has more white mixed into her. So she'll have like, you know, like the white chin neck or what mm-hmm. have you, maybe some white paws or like half an arm is, you know, white or something like that. I haven't determined her exact pattern, but she looks like my dad. So wait, both your parents are gray. What color yes. is your fur? Black. Okay. I'm a black cat. Are you the only black cat in your village? I am. Okay. There's somebody else that has black, but they're not all black. Like, there's a tuxedo cat somewhere, I'm sure, in my village. Okay. So, your mom literally walks out, grabs your father by the ear, mumbles something in his ear that you can't hear, and he just starts laughing and begins to cook breakfast. <laughs> all right then he, she sits down and she just smiles and she goes so what are your plans for today where are you planning on hunting 
I'm going to take a deep breath and have that like long three second, but it seems like a minute pause and look at my dad. Like, I, I, I don't know. Okay. This is just going to happen. I'm going to blurt it out going, ah, <laughs> why? That's reflex check. Reflex check. All right. Hold on. Let me mask. The 23. All right. So as you're about to start talking, um, the symbol that is probably something that has been passed down by generations, so a crest, something made from probably simple copper, simple tin, like just a simple, easy-to-find metal, mm -hmm. falls onto the table in front of you. Do I catch it? Yes. Okay. It is the family heirloom that is the house crest of Desna, the symbol that would be hung where everyone dines for good luck, for safe travels. Mm -hmm. Literally fell in your hands. Great. So that means my arms are literally stretched out towards my mother with this thing in my hands. Yes. Now you may continue. Definitely going to make a face for a moment and be like, I'm going to go follow my destiny and I'm not hunting today and I'm leaving the village. Desna spoke to me. You're While still not pulling my arms back, holding the Desna symbol out, like, I, my hands haven't moved as I, like, lock eyes with my mother. Your mother just stares at you. Does your mother worship Desna or is it just your father? It was my master. And, okay. I mean, I don't know. I have not decided if my you can decide that that fate whether they worship the same goddess as well, me. Well, I would imagine that your. Mother, I mean, if they have that crest in their house, I'm going to say yes. I would think your father would probably be more of a Desna worshiper because fishing and luck and travel and safe travel and. Mom probably worships somebody else. Yeah. Probably a a good something something harvest. Mm hmm. Because she's a farmer. Yeah. So. What are you going to, like, you now... I, you, it, mom yeah. has to say something. I said I locked right. eyes with mom. Um, Falls in your court. Right. She stares at you for a second. And you you probably expected her to, like, get mad or try to talk you out of this, right? She, if one parent was going to react maybe badly, it would have been her. Mm -hmm. But, you know, dad would take it okay. Mom, we don't know. Your mom just stares at you and she goes, are you sure it's time? I mean, yes. you, how do you know? I Okay, so yesterday, out hunting, saw a white elk that led me to, I'm going to like retail the whole tale, and okay. then also include what happened in the dream that I just had. As you start talking about the dream, your father drops whatever he's cooking <laughs> and just stares at you. Clean. Stares at you with this, like, it's clear he had a dream where Desna talked to him. It's that, like, that look of, oh, crap. <laughs> She's not lying. Your mom looks at him, looks at you, and just stands and walks off. Before she walks out completely, she turns back and she goes, don't move. I will slowly retract the symbol so my arms aren't extended out and then not move. A minute or two later. I just look later, at my dad like, what? He just shrugs. A moment or two later, your mom comes back and hands you a map and a bag containing two weeks worth of rations and three cure light wound potions. She slowly sits down and sighs and she goes, when I was worshiping at the temple the other day, a priest walked over and handed this to me and walked off. I will definitely move my ears in a manner of what and still listen. She just nods and she goes, as much as I don't want you to leave, it is clear nothing I say will stop you. I'd kind of give that like, yeah, not to be disrespectful, but yeah, you're right, nod without saying anything. She stands, kisses your forehead. She goes, just come back safe. I'd smile. She nods and starts to walk out and then stops, turns and looks at you. And as serious as 
serious can be. She gives you the mom look. Are I, you not going to eat? She goes, I have to get to the farm. But I do expect you to write me a letter every week. I will do my best. She nods. She walks off, stopping before going, that and your father dropped the breakfast and just walks out. I will take a deep breath, look back over at dad and be like, good point. And then get up and go help my dad make breakfast because I'm hungry. So you have breakfast. Do you talk to your father about anything or is it just I'm that? I'm sure we'll talk about he had the face and I was going to ask him about his vision mm -hmm. and then, you know, my vision and cook and food. Yeah. No, normal family bonding. Something. So let's fast forward a couple of hours. You are at the edge of the village looking out towards the road that most the merchants use. Most the traders, not merchants, mer traders. Yeah, okay. Your master is probably sitting on the fence, probably waiting for you. Sitting on the well, fence. I did tell him I was leaving, so that's kind of expected, but yeah. I will happily approach him with a smirk on my face. Because he's my master, I smirk at him all the time. Like, if there's anybody I'm cool with, it's him. He looks over his shoulder at you and just gives you a nod of, so, time to leave? Yep. Everyone took it well. That is very good. <laughs> she kind of smirks like, yeah, because you know that might not have happened. He takes something off of his cloak, and his cloak seems to just kind of slide down a bit. And he hands you his symbol of Desna. The it's a the thing that holds your cloak closed. Clasp. The clasp. He hands oh. you a clasp. It's simple, simple bronze, ornately decorated, but it is the symbol of Desna. So a butterfly. My eyes will get nice and wide, and I will look at him like really. He nods. I will happily take it. And I think I have a. I don't remember if I have a cloak. But... Well, you have a cloak now. Okay. You're a hunter. I get my you always have a cloak. <laughs> I know. Does that, do I get his cloak? No. His oh. cloak is his cloak. Fine. It's probably enchanted. Um, yeah, that's fair. He gives you a nod and he goes, Desna, protect you. I will nod kindly in the respectful manner of, of may Desna guide you or bless you, mm -hmm. whatever it is. He points out towards the the road and he goes if you follow this road there's a small town nearby a lot of merchants and traders and adventurers travel through there that might be the best place for you to start i will nod and give everyone hugs thank them all and go so you probably left you probably got up at like what 6 a.m I don't know, sunrise. Sunrise, so whenever sunrise is. So it's probably been a couple hours past sunrise to, you know, eat, clean up, make sure that you have all everything taken care of in the village before meeting your master and then leaving. A couple right. hours later. So you've probably, it's probably just past noon. Noon, little afternoon. It's midday. Yeah, it's midday-ish. You move into, you're starting to leave the, the dense forest where your village is, and you've gotten through the, the sparse forest, and now you're starting to see some plains. So it's that, like, stretching of grasslands with the random tree sitting out there. You're probably walking the path that carts have traveled on many a time, so it's bare dirt, maybe stone, just following it. Standard road. Roll your awareness. Uh, awareness. Uh, it's perception or awareness. Perception. There is no awareness in this game. There is no. Well, I rolled in that one. <laughs> the sun was in your eyes. <laughs> Bug got in my throat. <laughs> yeah. So. You continue on, and you get closer to this tree that is just off the trail, probably a couple of feet. And you start to see, even with this nat one, you notice that the ground feels wet. Like, it's squishy. 
I'm going to look down and see if I stepped in a puddle. You're standing in blood. Lots of blood. Go well, ahead I'll go roll. on alert and look around. Roll your perception. Woo, that's better. Okay, hold on. Mathing. Mathing. 20, but not a gnat. Okay, so a dirty 20. Dirty 20. So with your dirty 20, you start to notice that there are goblin bodies that are wrecked. Like, there are sword slashes through them, like burn marks. I'm going to quickly look the fuck around for any immediate threat and or danger. Well, you see a young human leaning against the tree, hand on his side, eyes closed with a bag just outside his reach that looks like it has a potion or two hanging out, dangling out of it. Like, if he tried to reach for it and probably passed out. Okay, well, I'm going to look around and make sure that all the bodies are goblins around me and no other, like, humans. You don't see any other humans. You just see probably five, maybe six goblin bodies. But you do notice... Two rats are moving through the grass towards the spew of bodies. Okay, well, I'm going to... how? Okay, so where's this person that might be alive compared to the bag, compared to the rats? um, They are probably about five feet away from the bag. And Uh the rats are probably, let's say, about 30 feet away. Okay, so I'm going to go to the person that might or might not be alive and see if they're alive. Uh, roll your heel check. Woo, heel check. Uh... Sixteen. They are alive, but unconscious. It looks like maybe they have passed out from the injuries, and it looks like they've got a pretty extensive amount of injuries. You also notice that they are well-equipped for an adventurer of this age. He probably looks like he is anywhere between 15 and 17, human, short blonde hair, on his arm, a shield of the Pantheon. So it's clear he is from the Holy City. I am going to grab the potion from his bag and see if I can heal him, help him. Okay, so... Make him break it. Cram the potion down his throat. You cram a potion down his throat. Let me... Hold on. I gotta find the potion information real quick. Well, nonetheless. Hmm. Um, So, he comes to his wounds heal up pretty nicely and he just shakes his head very confused of what happened like just stares at you and he goes what where i'm not gonna let him finish talking and i'm gonna put the shield in front of him so he's like better covered by his shield Mm -hmm. and stand up and aim for one of the rats okay roll your die we're gonna call this surprise round surprise round what am i rolling my range Fifteen. That is a hit. Woohoo! Roll your damage. <laughs> Two. Okay. So let's start top of rounds. So a nish? I need a nish nish nish. Nish nish nish. Seventeen. <laughs> Do you beat me? Hold on. 17, and crap, got to find their niche. Hmm. There it is, two. I rolled a 11 and a nat 20. So it's rat sandwich. Yep. It's a rat. Or a Kalila sandwich. A what? A Kalila sandwich. I'm in the middle. Oh, yeah. All right, so first rat is going to move up. And that's all he can, yeah. He is out of range to attack me. He has to take a full round action to move up to get close enough to attack. That is his. It is your turn. All right. I'm going to shoot the closest rat. Okay. Rat number one. I don't know. Yep. Nat 20. Okay. So 
that is I need for well we're not doing criticals yet so it's just mm -hmm. going to be double damage is it? yeah because it's a nat 20 okay Woo! so I rolled a 3 so a total of 6 okay that one is dead yay killed with a nat 20 always the best alright so it's the other rat's turn Takes a okay. full round action to get within striking range. It's your turn again. All right, I'm gonna shoot that rat. All right. Nineteen, not a nat nineteen. That is a hit. Quicka, one damage. All right. It is the rat's turn. Squeak. Do do do. I'm going to try for the only thing I can do, which is a bite. Does a nine hit? No. Bite and a miss. <laughs> Bite and a miss. It is your... Can I shoot at this close range, or do I need to take my dagger out? You can, but I believe you take modifiers. Let me double check. I need to pull up your weapon. Um, They are within 30 feet. Yeah, I think you're going to have to drop your bow and switch to melee dagger it is all right all right i'll, I'll switch and take out my so dagger are you dropping and dr drawing yeah i mean it's a rat is a simple and... and drawing yeah. is a simple so that's your your move yep so i can shoot it or try and stab it next round yep he is going to try to bite again 18 19 20, 21 22 yeah hit. that's a hit all right let me I do 1d4 damage. Hey, look, I got a d4 in front of me that I cannot apparently pick up. Hmm. Four damage. Yay. All right. You're around. Dabby McStabberton. What is a pass? 15. To hit? Yeah, 15 to hit. Tis the hit. Tis the hit. Tis the hit. Drop the die. Oh, I said I dropped the die. Hold on. And then I rolled a different die instead of picking up that die. And I rolled a six. For damage. All right. Is that my victory battle noise? Yes. Nice. I get music. Yes. Yeah. Um, we use Sirenscape. So I have sound effects. All right, so the last rat falls down dead. The man now behind the shield, who is still very confused of this black cat that just killed a bunch of rats, lowers his shield and goes, again, what is going on? Uh, I found you unconscious around a bunch of goblin bodies, and there was rats moving towards you. So I shoved one of your potions down your throat and killed the rats. Hi, I'm Kalila. He nods, starts to get up slowly, looks around, takes a deep breath, and he goes, I am Reginald the Fourteenth of the Holy City. Looks around again, and he goes, what time is it? It's mid-afternoon. He shakes his head. He goes, when I was traveling, it was still dark out. It's been all morning. He shakes his head, and he goes, well... Then the gods smile upon me for you coming across my way. <laughs> I won't he... say anything about the thing that's in my head of the quest that I'm on, but I will give just a friendly smile. He nods and he goes, well, I thank you again. And is there anything I can do to help you? No, I'm fine. I'm just happy I could help you. I appreciate that. And he shakes his head once again, kind of clearly trying to get wrap his head around everything that just happened. Is this the road to the... There's a village down this way? He goes, yes. Uh, a few hours down this path, you'll run across a small town that um, is predominantly um, a trading town of, like, furs and uh, furs and traders. They are a... Uh, he shakes his head again. It's it's clear he is still a little out there. 
chill smile. It's okay. I know that it's a good trading trading place. My master told me. I just wanted to make sure I was still going in the right direction. He goes, yes, they are. It's a small town. It's more like a trading post than a town. But yes, that is. A lot of people a, come and go. Are you sure go. you're going to be okay by yourself? He nods. He goes, yes, I'm just. I've lost several hours and I'm not used to that. I'm. Didn't think these goblins did as much damage as they did. Mm. Nod. He gives you a slight bow and he goes, though, I do have a question. I was told that if I follow this town, I will find more of your race. Yes, there's a village that way. Just stay on this road. It's three, four hours that way. You'll run across it. He nods. He goes, Good, then I am on the right track. My family sent me to set up trade with them before I move on into my paladin training. What kind of trade? He goes, furs. We are looking to get furs and plant fibers in exchange for metals. Nod. She goes, well, when you get to the village, tell him you ran into Kalila. He'll treat you nice. He nods and he um, goes, well, if you ever find yourself in the Holy City, look for my brother. His He works as a guard at the main temple. You can't miss him. His metal, his armor will be the shiniest and he will be the loudest. She nods. Good to know. He smiles and gives you one final bow as he excuses himself and moves on down the road. She's going to watch and make sure that he doesn't, like, I don't know, randomly fall over before he gets out of her sight. And then she's going to continue her way. Um, as you watch, you notice that he does reach into his bag and drinks down another potion. Okay. So, oh, and I'm going to pick up is... the rat bodies. And I'm going to check right. the goblins, see if they have anything useful. I could sell their daggers if they're still there. I mean, guy left the corpses and I'm going right. well... to loot the things. You do the looting, and it looks like these goblins were attacking with just bare hands, rocks, sticks. Like, okay, it, it was clear that the guy was traveling at night and probably decided to wander off the trail mm-hmm. and got chased to the trail. So, mm-hmm. are you going to make your way to the village? Yeah, after picking up the rat, okay. So you've made your way to this small village. At this village, you walk in and you notice that there's a large celebration going on. People are very exuberant about something. Like no one is really given a reason, Mm -hmm. but they're all just chatting and all super happy. People seem excited. Yeah. Um. A old elf, when I say old, I mean like he has the beard to his knees, walking with the woggly cane, mm-hmm. walks up and gives you the biggest smile that you think you've ever seen from an old man. Mm-hmm. And he opens his arms up as wide as he can and he goes, Desna, bless you, traveler. What brings you to our fair town? In such a joyous time. She would actually be, you know, blessed by somebody else who apparently likes Desna. Be like, Desna led me. He smiles and he goes, well, welcome to our town. You have come at a a great moment. In a few days, the great priestess of the Holy City will be coming and blessing our village and helping us set up for our very first temple. Ears will perk up with excitement. He gives you a, a kind of a slap on the back with his hand. It's it's clear he is well past the age of being strong. Mm-hmm. He is old and old. Right. Um, and one of the things you notice is that there are symbols of Desna, Estral, who is the uh, deity of hunting and farming okay as well as torag and Faraza, Farazma. Mm-hmm. so there are several different people that worship different 
goddesses. Gods, okay, but sorry. it sounds like they're all good. Yeah. Um, but this is, everyone is having this giant festival, this feast, and he brings you to what would be an inn, or what looks like an inn. It, almost like someone converted an old barn into an inn. Okay. Um, it is very simple. Um, om- instead of an inn, think more of a, a hostel. Okay. I've actually stayed he, in a hostel before. They're nice. He walks you in and he goes, it's not much. And if you promise to help, I won't have to charge you any type of fee for staying here. All I ask is that you help clean up. And all I ask is that you help clean up. And if we need to fetch water, you can help fetch water. She nods. She goes, I can do that. I can also help provide some food. I do hunt. That would be amazing. I'll make sure to bring in something. He offers you a, a place to sit. And he goes, so my friend, what brings you? I hear you say Desna sent you. But what did the goddess send you to do? You know, she wasn't exactly specific. But I know I need to make some friends. He goes, well, this is one of the busiest times to come with the the priestess on her way. There will be all sorts of travelers coming through. And I am sure all will be welcome and all will be looking for new friends to travel with. Smile and give a nod along with that. Because who can't agree to that statement? So with that nod, I will say you have made it to the beginning city. Woo! Beginning city. Does the beginning city have a name other than that village? (laughs) You know, no, it does not. (laughs) Technically, it is a trading post. So it's not reached village status. It has not. Well, when they get the blessing, they would be moved to village status Ooh, so they get might get named yeah who knows but who might name them maybe the guy who's supposed to have named it already and forgot whoops yeah so but yeah that was our first episode guys so yeah <laughs> work on an outro yeah well i do want to thank sirenscape for letting us use their system if you ever are doing a tabletop and you need these wonderful sound effects, you can go to sirenscape.com and download. I also want to thank Nightland for joining us today. The oh, wow. uh, next episode will be the intro for one of our other players. Stay tuned to find out more. Who will it be? And what are they? And if people haven't figured it out, I'm a, I'm a cat. I'm cat folk. All right, guys. Stay tuned for next... or. See you next week. Not stay tuned. I'll see you next week, guys.